0: Dr. Michael Roizen. Dr. Michael Roizen. You, the Owner's Manual radio show.
1: You're listening to You, the Owner's Manual radio podcast on Radio MD, iHeart, or wherever you download us from. Thank you very much for doing it. We have a wonderful guest who's been here before. This is 1083B, 1083B. Um, and so I guess we're in our 21st year now. Um, Dr. Sinatra is a award-winning cardiologist and a substantial contributor to the medical literature. He is author of Heartbreak and Heart Disease, Breaking Bad Heart Habits. And we're gonna talk about things that aren't usual in this sphere. Um, Dr. Sinatra is um, at, I think he has been in practice for about 40 years, um, research and study. He started at Manchester um, Memorial Hospital in Connecticut where he then served as Chief of Cardiology and uh, Director of Cardiac Rehabilitation. He is also founder of the New England Heart Center um, where he practices integrative cardiology. So Dr. Sinatra, give us an example. And by the way, before I start there, I should tell you we are sponsored by Life's First Naturals. Life's First is their website where you, can o- where you can order bovine colostrum, also available on Amazon, as is their other major product, True Biotics a benefit to gut and immune health um dr sinatra um tell us about um the your venture into getting into integrative medicine since you didn't start there
0: no i didn't in fact uh, i started like everybody else i I went to medical school for four years, uh, did an internship in medicine and psychiatry, and then did a straight medical internship, and then did two years of fellowship in cardiovascular disease, and it was amazing. I, I, I took the boards in uh, internal medicine and as well as cardiovascular disease at Yale New Haven. I spent about six months at Yale New Haven as well. I studied my pediatric cardiology there. But when I became board certified, I'll never forget it, I I saw a patient who traveled all the way in from Ohio to see me in Connecticut, and he was a, um, it was a referral by a Jakob Rintz from uh, Holland, and uh, it was kind of interesting because the patient asked me if I would call Dr. Rintz and talk to him about, you know, his blood pressure condition. I said, sure, and I called him up, and I, wouldn't, I, I couldn't believe it. I was on the phone with a guy who was 93 years old. He was very, very smart, witty, sharp. He sounded 20 years younger than, than his standard age. And and I, I asked him, I said, um, you know, ha, how did you get this way? And uh, he, he told me that he had the secret sauce, so to speak, <laughs> for preventing orthosclerosis. He was talking about vitamin D, phosphatidylcholine, phosphatidylserine, magnesium. And I have to tell you, Dr. Rosian, I, I didn't even understand what he was really talking about because I didn't have that information in my, in my standard training. But when I got off the phone, I sort of felt like a you know a conventional cardiologist in recovery because I started to follow a lot of his insights, read a lot of his material, and then uh, started to look into uh, alternative forms of cardiology and healing the person. So that happened about 50 years ago. <laughs>
1: And one of the things that has progressed since then um, is obviously conventional cardiac treatments with uh, things that lower apolipoprotein B or LDL cholesterol. But you've also gotten into um, how the psychological and other things, such as earthing or grounding, as is mentioned in this book, and by the way, you can find a lot about Dr. Sinatra and his work at the website Dr. Sinatra, no punctuation dr.sinatra.com, drsinatra.com. So tell us about, in, in the book, you talk about earthing, I don't know even if I'm pronouncing it correctly, and grounding. Um, and, and you talk about not wearing shoes. Talk to us about that.
0: Yeah, it's one of the greatest discoveries I've ever made in my 50 years of being a doctor. Uh, I actually met a cowboy, uh, his name was Clint Ober, uh, at an American College of Cardiology conference in Southern California about 18 years ago. And... Uh, He invited me uh, into his facility, and he he was talking to me about earthing and grounding. And I have to tell you, as a cardiologist, I really resonated with his theory because the heart's an electrical organ, and um, uh, it made a lot of sense to me. But then I said to him, I said, you know, you're going to have to spend millions and millions of dollars, do a lot of double-blind research, do lots of clinical studies, get them published, because a lot of doctors and a lot of health professionals aren't going to believe this. And and over the course of 18 years, he did it. I mean, there's been at least two dozen or more published papers in the medical literature. And I have to tell you, uh, one of those studies I participated uh, myself, it was a study on blood viscosity, the thickness of blood. And it was the greatest discovery I've ever made in my history of being a physician, I mean, I mean, think about it. One of the major problems today is red ketchup blood. You know, where our blood is actually too thick. Um, you know, that's one of the reasons why uh, we see a lot of early uh, heart attack in younger people a stroke. Uh, that's one of the major problems with COVID-19, where the where the blood clots in the lung and uh, other strategic areas of the body. So when I was introduced to this concept and i did the clinical research myself and even did a paper on heart rate variability it it made incredible sense to me and it's amazing but i i believe in a concept so much that i ended up moving my house you know moving to a smaller condominium near the uh, ocean and it I, it's absolutely incredible, but I walk barefoot every day, weather permitting, uh, on the beach because it's the healthiest thing you can possibly do to your body. Not only does it help regulate hormonal
1: interaction. Let's go and talk about what it does to the body. So, walking barefoot, what does it do to viscosity? How does it work? So there will be a lot of skeptics unless we explain the mechanism.
0: Yes, uh, great point. Well. When you work on work on Mother Earth, you're taken in the Schumann resonance. Now the Schumann resonance is a uh, it's it's an electrical varietal measured in Hertz. Uh, you can actually measure it. at 7.83 Hertz. It's almost uh, the same resonance that the yogis would use the word "Om" with. You know when they were uh, practicing uh, uh, their you know yoga. And, and basically, the Earth is struck by thousands of lightning strikes, particularly around the equator. Now, I live near Tampa, Florida, where, you know, Tampa is the lightning capital of the USA. So when the Earth is struck by lightning, um, you know, a lot of people can go outside and smell the ozone and stuff like that. But when the Earth is struck by lightning, uh, or if there's sunspots that explode on the sun and, and this electromagnetic radiation gets transferred to Mother Earth, um, we can actually walk in a soup of electrons, so to speak. Now, when you walk barefoot, there's an acupuncture point below your big toe. It's called the K1 point. And that K1 point goes all the way back through your uh, lumbar sacral spine, up into your C-spine, just below the pineal gland in the brain. And when you walk barefoot, what you're doing is you're putting pressure on that K1 point, and you're literally flooding the body uh, with an electrical charge it 's almost like the same thing of, of taken in handfuls of antioxidants and um, When I was lecturing in Las Vegas a couple of years ago. Uh, somebody asked me my two greatest discoveries in medicine, and I said there was a discovery of CoQ10, which is a potent electron donor, as well as grounding, which is an electron donor. So these two situations have made uh, such a difference in my life, and basically what grounding does, it's the perfect anti inflammatory. The perfect anti inflammatory.
1: Um, e- explain that. Why is it such a good anti inflammatory? What is it? What is the electron receipt do for it
0: well what it does basically is when we get inflammation in the body a lot of it causes red ketchup-like blood. In other words, uh, blood tends to sludge with inflammation, uh, especially, uh, especially when inflammatory cytokines come in, like interleukin-6 or, or C-reactive protein or NF-kappa-B. And, and, you know, these inflammatory cytokines uh, can set the stage for blood coagulability where blood sticks to one another. What earthing and grounding does, and we reported this in a, in a study we did oh, about 10 years ago, Um, what earthing and grounding does it creates uh an improved what we call zeta potential where the red blood cells repel one another in other words instead of sticking together and and, and as a physician i mean you've heard of the rollout formation of rbcs where red blood cells can be like stacked up like poker chips where the blood uh, clumps together but when you ground and you you take in this human resonance. Uh, the red blood cells repel one another, so the the blood becomes more like red wine as opposed to like red ketchup. And and that's why the, the the grounding has really taken off. In fact, there was an incredible article that came out of Iran only about a six months to a year ago, where they were actually using grounding uh, electrodes uh, and putting them on patients' chests. Uh, who had COVID-19 because their blood was clotting, and they wanted to try to thin the blood. And uh, when I, you know, when I saw this paper, I was amazed because this was, you know, in the, in the international literature, and I had no idea that uh, we, we were even doing this in this country. So, you know, grounding is still in its infancy. Like anything else, it's only about. 18 years old, you know, old, so to speak. And you know, when, the, when it comes to medicine, sometimes it takes decades, like 10, 20, you know, 50 years or so for the medical establishment to wrap their arms around it and then accept it as you know, standard scientific dogma.
1: Now, barefoot versus um, without shoes but with socks on, is there a difference?
0: Yes. In other words, um, if your socks are conductive, in other words, that they have silver threads in them, silver is a good conductivity of um, of of sort of like mother earth energy. Uh, but if the socks are like wool, and, and
1: with- it and it decreases infection, so maybe that's a uh, a good thing to uh, develop in your in your or do you already have that in your armamentarium?
0: Well, I don't, but you know you know a lot of people use silver type derivatives you know, to, you know, squ- uh, spray up their nose or, or gargle silver for, uh, as being, you know, or bacteriostatic. Uh, and, they, and they do kill viruses and bacteria. I mean, you know, silver solutions do that. But, again, that's not really standard conventional care. But a lot of alternative physicians, you know, use silver derivatives in their practice.
1: Well, yeah, no, 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 but I'm saying if you, you could make a sock... With silver threads, Correct. yes. So that people people would feel, um, if you will, while they're getting earthing, um, they would also be protected from uh, any of the uh, fungi, etc., that happen to uh, live on uh, the floor.
0: Correct. Correct. You you could wear a specialized sock with silver, or. Even thin leather soles. I mean, do you remember in the 1950s and early 60s? You know, a lot of us used to walk to school on on leather. And then the neoprene, you know, revolution, the Adidas revolution came in, and we've been we've been disconnected from the earth. But there's still a lot of shoes you can buy that have thin leather soles. If you put your bare feet in those shoes and you sweat a little bit, and you walk on concrete or, or grass or even sand or brick, you know, uh, you will conduct uh, the Schumann resonance from Mother Earth. If you walk on asphalt because it's man-made, it doesn't have the conductivity uh, that the other land services have and uh, you won't conduct, you know, through a leather shoe.
1: Now, there are a whole bunch of things in the book that are more conventional than that. So we should say, again, we're talking with Dr. Stephen Sinatra, S-I-N-A-T-R-A, who has done groundbreaking work in uh, cardiology, um, his and in what we would call integrative cardiology. This book is called Heartbreak and Heart Disease, um, and the book has a lot of interesting things that aren't conventional about it. A mind-body prescription for healing the heart. Um, Since we only have time for one or two more, um, the being a loner and being alone and going to bed are also both important. Um, Can you give us a a minute on each? Sure. I mean... um there was two
0: articles that really got my attention. The one was on heart failure about a year ago, and the other was on coronary artery disease. And they both said the same thing. Uh, basically, the latest study had 88,000 participants. It lasted almost about five years. They looked at ages from 43 to 79. And it was especially females that benefited. But basically, the ideal time for going to bed was between 10 and 11 p.m. If you went to bed over, you know, past midnight, you could develop far more cardiac. Cardiovascular disease as opposed to 10 to 11, or if you went to bed before 9 o'clock at night, you developed uh, considerable cardiovascular disease. So the sweet spot was between 20, 10 and 11 p.m., and, and, and the hypothesis was a better regulation of the natural circadian rhythms you know, of the body, the cortisol relationships, the adrenaline relationships, et cetera, et cetera. And then the other aspect that we mentioned um, as being sort of non-conventional, but especially in the COVID-19 era, is really um, spending more time with family, friends, um, uh, you know, being more connected with people. Um, you know, going to church or going to synagogue, uh, you know, practicing, you know, you know, good, healthy measures, but being connected to one another, because what's happened with the pandemic, with the suicide rate in children, uh, the amount of depression, despair, panic, anxiety, this all uh, makes the autonomic nervous system uh, go into overdrive. And when this happens, uh, cardiac arrhythmias can occur, plaque rupture can occur. So the, the the plea is really get reconnected with um, people that you trust, you want to be with, family, friends, and uh, you know, talk about uh, you know, anything from what's bothering you in your life to, to good things. But just being connected on a verbal level is, is really, really important because once you become disconnected, uh, you lose your vital connections, and um, you know, disease can affect the body either acutely or insidiously, but the body will suffer.
1: Um, we've been talking with Dr. Steven Sinatra, um, who has written a book um, about these unusual things that affect your heart, um, heartbreak and heart disease, breaking bad heart habits. Um, I'm Dr. Mike Roizen. This is You, the Owner's Podcast. We are brought to you, as usual, by Life's First Naturals, the makers of bovine colostrum, We've talked many times about the randomized controlled studies showing how this decreases both upper respiratory infections and gut and leaky gut syndrome um, and shown to do so both in regular life and in extreme exercise as in the Italian soccer players from this randomized controlled, from one of the randomized controlled trials. They also make uh, or produce uh, true biotics, true biotics. Uh, is a combination of lactobacillus-5 and bifidobacterium-12 shown in randomized controlled trials. Again, uh, lifesfirstnaturals.com is a uh, science-driven company. They've been shown to improve both gut health and immune health. Um, Thanks you, Dr. Sinatra. Um, His website is again Dr. D.R. Sinatra, no punctuation, S-I-N-A-T-R-A like Frank, DrSinatra.com. Thank you, um, Caitlin, for engineering, but especially thank you, the listener, for making this possible because it is you who drives us to keep doing more. The B's are always guests. The A's are the latest medical news of the week and what it means to you. Thanks again for listening.